You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oh, it's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions. That's right. Drafting Sportsbook has the hookup. They're putting you courtside with a chance to turn $5 into 200 smackaroos. That's 40 to 1 odds on any basketball game. All you got to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy. And if that team wins, you're going to get $200 in free credit. That's right. Pick any team that is still in contention. Bet $5. And if that team wins, you cash $200 in free credits. All it takes is claim these 40 to 1 odds on the basketball team you're choosing is placing a $5 bet on that team. And that team to win. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, huh? Hockey fans? Uh, Yeah, that's right. That's why you're listening. It's so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit, withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $5 into $200 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win the next game, and if they do, you claim $200 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. of season two of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, I think we were expecting a much bigger episode for episode 50 of season two. Uh, But uh, alas, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, we're going to be running through these a little bit quicker because uh, Matt has a new baby and uh, he he doesn't want to leave his wife uh, hanging for too long. So we've got some quick subjects. Um, I do appreciate everyone that went to check out the Jakob Verona chat um, and his new contract. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, uh, head on over uh, to the YouTube channel. It's the Brothers of Discussion. Um, Would greatly appreciate the subscribe uh, if you click on that subscribe button. Uh, It was a fun conversation. And uh, hey, we want to hear from everybody that's uh, listening right now. What what other subjects can I tackle? Uh, Geez, and hopefully like a... Five to 15 minutes of uh, me just chatting at you. Uh, We will get back to a regular uh, schedule where my brother and I are going to be going over the Red Wings. And, of course, uh, we do have the draft lottery coming up. Uh, So, you know, what what is there for me to dissect on a Monday before the draft lottery? I think everything to dissect is going to happen thereafter. So we'll we'll touch on that once it happens, and we'll kind of take a peek at what we think will be available. Uh, but for the time being, I, I think it's it's just time for us to take a look at a few different things inside the Red Wings 
uh, roster inside uh, things going on in cap friendly and, and what can we figure out with this roster moving forward? Um, I, I got to start today. I, uh, we actually just recently got the um, entry level contract signed by Jonathan Berggren. And I, I think it's it's time for us to maybe, uh, I don't know, if you, if you haven't quite met him yet, uh, you get to take a, a, a deeper look. But ultimately, I just, I just kind of want to book what I hope, right? Hope what his first line is going to look like. Uh, not him being on the first line, but the uh, first line that he'll be uh, working on. And um, what, what I think makes the most sense. So why don't we start with a quick rundown here of who Jonathan Bergeron is for anybody that uh, isn't completely familiar. This is uh, one of the, the last uh, hopes, I would say, from the Ken Holland draft years. Uh, this is uh, 2018, second rounder, um, number 33 overall for the Wingdings. Uh, he is 20 years old. He's, he's just getting off a 49-game campaign in uh, the SHL, which uh, ended up being a 45-point campaign uh helping him earn the title of playmaker uh something that as the red wings continue to build here we see the likes of Jakob verana who of course we already referenced we spoke about in uh, the last episode uh has been turning heads from the perspective of being a fantastic goal scorer and of course if you go back take a look at uh austin matthews numbers and goal per 60 uh Jakob verana is right there so uh, this this would be fantastic for Bergeron to step in as a playmaker. Now, the game we wanted to play today again is, is see if we can map out a fun line for Jonathan Bergeron. Uh, and that starts out with us reminding everybody uh, when he was drafted, uh, he did actually get drafted as a center and a winger. That was something that uh, if you took a look at uh, like what Elite Prospects was throwing out there, boom, there you have it, a couple of uh, positions there. But this past season in, in the SHL, he's definitely – Turned himself into more of a winger. Um, I, I would have to say, though, never take anything out of the realm of possibilities, especially with what we saw with Robbie Fabry. And as the season went on for Robbie Fabry, of course, he did improve in the faceoff circle with a very <laughs> rough start, as we pointed out on the show, but uh, at, le at least turned into a serviceable centerman. So get back to that conversation with Bergeron. Is that the right thing to do in his first go around is to put him in the center spot when he hasn't even been necessarily i don't know if we want to say earning or more or less turning into a better winger uh i th i think that is last on my priority list is forcing that uh i think the red wings proved last season that they uh, <laughs> they've they've at least got some spaces in mind where you can fill in some names and you just gotta kind of fill out the rest of the roster to be a little bit more interesting than seeing the likes of darren helm uh, and Luke Glendening surrounding names like Joe Foleno. So that's where we'll start. If we are going to start mapping out Jonathan Bergeron's successful first season, I ultimately want to put him with Joe Valeno. Now, we don't even know if Joe Valeno is going to start the season in Detroit. Um, I, I <laughs> It's a conversation probably coming up for another day. But it is something that in the end of the season, um, let's, let's just say, uh, the press conferences, uh, <laughs> albeit a Zoom meeting, uh, Steve Eisman did mention uh, the conversations with Joe Valeno and that uh, if he's going to get a roster spot next season, guess who it's up to? It's up to Joe Valeno. So I, I'm going to sit there and say what we saw at the end of this season was a kid who desperately wants to be in the lineup, and he played fantastic. So while I, I go top to bottom on this roster, 
you, you kind of want to see Zadina and Verona playing together, I would say. Uh, I mean, we've already got a sweet nickname, and that's pretty much the half of it. Uh, but you got the checkmates uh, playing together. Uh, we, we don't really know the future of Tyler Bertuzzi. We know Dylan Larkin's hanging around. Um, and, you know, out, outside of that, uh, you've got the mix of, of Robbie Fabry. It's, it's just – so I'm going down this list of centers here, and the exciting one to me, again, would just land me in the realm of Joe Valeno. Now – We've already covered the unrestricted free agent situation and the restricted free agent situation for the Detroit Red Wings. Um, it, there are a ton of variables that could figure into what exactly this roster looks like next year. Uh, but I, I, I don't anticipate like Adam Ernie getting in the way of Bergeron. I, I think we know what's going on in that direction. Um, and in, in the realm of trying to find a spot for a playmaker that is Bergeron and to put him with a center that at least is going to add some excitement from my perspective and a, and a cat who was tenacious in front of the net, tenacious on the boards uh, and, and was playmaking himself. I, I'm going to go ahead and just double down and, and say that is uh, that's Valeno for me. I think there's a possibility of a Michael Rasmussen getting mixed in there. You want to talk about a playmaker like Bergeron and uh, you know, some of the plays you could see on the screen now, that uh, are, are absolutely incredible. That uh, is his eye for seeing where the play is, but the creativity to get the puck from one spot to another uh, does put in my mind a big body like Rasmussen and trying to get in front of the net. And Rasmussen certainly seemed to come into his own in regards to using his body, but still, I'm going to come back to what I saw from Joe Valeno. Um, and from that two-way perspective, and even if you go to what the Detroit Red Wings said, and this is kind of my capper on, on who I want to center a line with Bergeron, um, Bergeron said himself he wants to work on that two-way game. And if if we do want to head in that direction, I think, and we've seen it from the Red Wings, uh, you know, from what Steve Eisman has said himself, clearly from Jeff Blaschel's strategy, um, I, I think it is a better idea to put him with Valeno. Now, if you want, you know, the more experience, who, who knows uh, exactly what the priority is going to be right when the season starts, who knows what this roster is going to look like. But based on what I'm looking at right now, I don't see Valeno and his lack of experience really hurting those opportunity opportunities for Bergeron to step in and, and find a role. But if that was the case, definitely do look out for that being Robbie Fabry or Dylan Larkin being the center for Jonathan Bergeron. So who's our other winger? Well, there's a lot of different directions we can go with that because uh, with some of the names we've already mentioned, I, I do want to stick with Zadina and Verana playing together, but, but again, nothing's really in stone. We, we saw that even at the end of the season, those two were not uh, glued to each other. So if you had to pick one of the two, obviously you want to go with Verano because that is that, that's the guy with the silky smooth shot, uh, and he's even still putting him in in the IIHF. So <laughs> that would be a fun direction to go. As uh, some of the comments you can see of people who are watching all of these SHL games are, Bergeron's always, always, always making the plays. Uh, it's just that boys around him aren't finishing. So you see that he has 45 points in 49 games in the SHL. A lot of the comments I saw is you put him with a superstar shooter. Again, 
do we have, do, do I want to sit here and say Verana is an elite goal scorer? I'm going to say everything we've seen presents tools that make him look like this is, this is the real deal. So take advantage of that, put him with him. Um, another kind of interesting one, I thought to, to kind of test. I mean, there's, there's always, you know, if he's going with Dylan Larkin, uh, and that would be if Giannis and Bergeron's paired with Dylan Larkin, probably put Bertuzzi on that other side. I, I'm going to have fun here. You ready? Uh, I don't mind Adam Ernie being a part of this. Uh, I think Ernie has shown he wants to put his nose, uh, shoot, if he's not putting his nose to the grind, he's putting it in the back of the net. Uh, that guy could do wonders with a real playmaker around him. And th- that would just be fun, too. I mean, you're, you're talking about, uh, again, somebody who doesn't have a contract yet, but He's going to be 26 going in, going into the next season, uh, 27. Uh, certainly will be affordable, but you got to look at the last season and say he performed really well. Is there an opportunity for him to take a step up from from what he was doing? And and we saw a guy who was performing spectacularly from a goals per 60 perspective, um, a points per 60 perspective, and it, it was clearly his best season uh, since coming to the NHL. So do you reward him? is maybe the question. And I, I think that that's probably a fun way to go for me. So there's a lot of different options. If you're throwing in Adam Ernie, you're not necessarily butting heads with multiple uh, playmakers, uh, all being on one line. But um, I, you, uh, I'm going to stumble here because I just realized uh, I'm, I'm getting summoned uh, to help my daughter. But uh, I'm going to wrap this up here, but I, I'd like to hear what you guys have to think um, as we map out next season. We don't even know if Bergman's going to be necessarily part of that Red Wings lineup, but uh, for me, this is my go-to lineup, and uh, you guys laugh if you will. I'm doing it. Bergman on the right side, Ernie on the left side, give me Joe Valeno up the middle. Uh, that's going to be my Bergman line going forward. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, please hit the subscribe button if you had a little bit of fun listening to me just rant about Yannick uh, and Berger's upcoming season. Uh, but, of course, uh, these are some shorter episodes. Uh, my brother and I will be hooking back up pretty soon. And then we'll, we'll get back live. Uh, we'll get the conversation going between uh, the two of us and all of you once again, once we can get past this. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for your patience. And uh, have a good one.